Welcome to another episode of Total R&B Podcast. And today I'm super excited because I have someone who is, um, she is a small Canadian singer, songwriter, whose music is said to transcend language, religion, and culture. She is Juno nominated. She was named Artist to Watch by both Complex Canada and Amazon Canada for 2022. Uh, Previously, she was Apple Music Canada Up Next Featured Artist. And she's currently on tour with JoJo. So welcome to the podcast. Amel, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for the introduction. I loved it. But I'm I'm doing good. I'm in a really good place. I feel super blessed. Yeah. No, definitely. You've done so much in your career already. And I feel like you're just getting started. And so I know it's only up from here. You're working hard. You have so much stuff going on, so much great stuff that we're going to talk about today. So I'm just happy for you. Thank you. Oh, no, I appreciate that. COVID with like that two-year break, I feel like, I mean, as much as it was frustrating to go through that, it also, there was a lot of positives that came from it, just emotionally and spiritually, I feel like there was a lot of growth. So, you know, everything happens for a reason. So I'm just, I'm really blessed. No, definitely. You are blessed. A lot of great things are happening for you. But uh, a question that I want to start off with, I usually start it with um, people that are on the podcast for the first time. Okay. What is your first memory of R&B music? Does not have to be the first time you heard it because don't nobody remember that. But when I ask you that question, what comes to mind? Honestly, instantly for me, it's that era of Aaliyah, Missy Elliott, that that sound. And, and Destiny's Child, too, actually. Um, bills, 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 Say My Name. I really think the first time where it really hit me and impacted me was Bills, Bills, Bills. Like that scene where they're, the hairdresser, that was it, yeah. And, and they just were so beautiful. And it, just seeing Black women looking gorgeous as ever and shining and it, it was like wow this is this is unbelievable yeah so that that probably for me was the most impactful moment in um Missy Elliott as well like just the uniqueness and her edge and I was it was in awe it was a time for sure I, I love that those are some heavyweights that you did name and a lot of people looked up to them as well. So now a lot of people are going to be looking up to you and what you're doing um, in the music industry, especially being in Canada. Yeah. You know, we don't always get to see uh, Black women. We don't always get to see R&B artists do like amazing big things. So that's something that you're doing. So I love that. Are those artists influence you today still? Big time. Oh, yeah. Like... I mean, visually and aesthetically, they definitely, I, I, I love to look and see, and it's, it's not even like it's paying homage and, and respect to that, but then putting your own twists on it and, you know, make, I love anything that's futuristic. I love taking, um, for my culture also, we're so rich in, in design and just the, the, the things that we wear and even down to, we're very poetic people. So it's just the way that we say certain things. I like to sort of borrow from all of that because I think, yeah, throughout the years, I've really come to this. I've come into myself and realizing I'm I'm all of these things. I'm a Somali Canadian, you know, I'm a black woman, number one. And all those other identities are just like, you know, meshed into one. And before I felt like I was being pulled into so many different places, I didn't know 
where I fit in, but they've helped me express myself during all those times. And it's, it's been incredible. Now, speaking of futuristic and, you know, uh, look and pulling from different places, um, you released your EP, Melly, October 2021. And I love the cover art that you have. Thank you. What's the inspiration for that? Because it's very futuristic. You look kind of like a superhero a little bit. Oh, I love that you say all that. Um, Thank you for that. I appreciate it. You you picked up exactly when I was describing what I wanted. You just, you know, the superhero was the part um, I really highlighted because so, you know, when I started, because when I started doing music, um, I didn't really have anybody to look to in terms of like a Somali um, Muslim woman. It's, it is very taboo to do. And um, there was a lot of struggle when I started making music. I felt like I initially was, it was very conscious. And although I loved it, it spoke about the issues that were happening back home. And that was very real to me. I wasn't speaking about my personal issues that I was um, experiencing and who my friends knew knew me to be, you know? And um, and that person is, is Millie. It's my nickname. It's my, it's what my girlfriends and um, these people that have come to like really get close with me. And I felt like I was showing the world one thing and living behind the scenes in another way. And Millie, although it's me, it, it's my like, um, it's the strength, it's the vulnerability as well. It's um, overcoming all the obstacles that I've been through and most likely will continue to go through. It's just this, this uh, sense of, it's a, it's this energy. And um, I wanted to capture that in the project. I wanted to capture that on, you know, with the artwork. And that's why it's almost like a light that's beaming out of me. It's, mm-hmm. it's like sharing more of myself and, it, and then the rings around me is like, my, it's my world, it's my universe. And I'm inviting you into it. And I too am like, you know, sharing it with you. Cause yeah, I think we all go through very similar things as women. And um, it's just, there's layers and I wanted to express that and connect. So that's the best way that I could describe it. Yeah. And you definitely did that. Like listening to the EP, I've listened to it so much. I have my favorite songs, but you definitely put that out there in that music. I definitely felt that like there's songs on there that I I, I listen to, like, you know, those days when you just don't feel, I don't know, you just feel out of place. You're just questioning certain things, maybe how you look or whatever. And yep. there are songs on there that will get you together, like oh, no, like I, I am that girl, you know. So yeah. thank you for showing that side of you and sharing that with the audience. I want to appreciate it. I do also want to talk about because I'm excited to see you perform. Finally, you are on tour with JoJo, so you'll be in Ottawa, you'll be in Montreal, and you'll be in Toronto. So I'll be at the Montreal show. So let us know how did that how did that come together. Oh my God. I can't wait to see you too, by the way. I'm so, so excited. This is like the first show. I did a couple intimate ones um, mm-hmm. after the project was released. and um, But to actually have more than a couple hundred people, it's like things are finally going back to normal. So I'm so, so excited. And I heard, you know, initially I, I learned about it um, at the top of the year that it was a possibility. And I, I just prayed and said, if it's meant to be, it'll be. And, you know, we'll see what happens. And so you know, I just, I didn't think it was going to, there was talks of things getting shut down again. I was like, oh, just my luck. 
And then um, and I got the confirmation and it was just, um, it, uh, you know, our booking agent. And I honestly was just so through the moon immediately was like, okay, I got to figure out what it, this is going to be like. And um, I have a band with me. So TJ, Sean, Jonathan, incredible in their own respective arts. Like they're unbelievable. And um, yeah, we just, we've been rehearsing the last week, just really putting it together and, um, it's going to be amazing. It's a bit of my last project that I just released and some favorites off of the, the one before uh, Black Dove. And so I'm just going to, you know, share myself and, and connect. And I just can't wait to see everyone's beautiful face. And to be able to like with Jojo, she's top like five best vocalist, number one. Number two, I remember belting her music when I was younger. So it's like, it's it's an honor to be able to grace the stage with you know where she's going to also be so it's um yeah i feel all sorts of things but grateful number one very grateful is there a particular song you're looking forward to performing that you could tell us you could let us know ooh yes um actually i i feel like the special the way we put it together it's it just, it's like a, a fun, because you know what, I some of my songs could be really slow and a little bit sad. And I was like, no, I just, you know, I want people to feel happy and I want people to feel celebrated and beautiful. So Honey and like um, Special are going to be the, it's for the girls. It's for us to reclaim and feel liberated and 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 feel beautiful. So I'm I'm looking forward to those two. I'm I'm so excited. You don't understand. This is my first concert. Like the whole shutdown and everything. And last time Jojo was here, I wasn't able to see her. So this is amazing that you're also going to be on the tour. So I get like you know, a two for one this night. I'm super excited. Thank you. Thank you. you are missing out on these dates in Ottawa, Montreal, and Toronto because this will come out after those performances. Um, you are also going on tour with uh, Charlotte Cardin, right? Yes. Yep. In May or sorry, June. Yeah. Okay. So everybody can look forward to that as well. So if yes. you miss out on Jojo, definitely go out and see her with Charlotte later on this year. So yes. Congratulations on that as well. Thank that's you. amazing. Thank you. Oh, that was, that's another amazing one. It's in, I'm pretty sure they're like sold out back to back multiple, like multiple dates that I'm just like, Whoa, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. You you know, I've been praying for this, so I'm really happy. Working hard for it, right? So it's just lessons yeah. that are coming through from the hard work that you put in. Yeah. No, definitely. I appreciate that. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I also hear that there is a single that is coming out with yes. an amazing guest performance. Can you let us I got a record coming out, um, Lullaby with Sid, the amazing Sid. Yep, I'm so I'm so hyped about that. I love her voice, and I just I love her her swag, her energy, and it just uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I I hope people are gonna love this record. Now, is this something where you guys got to actually meet in in the studio and work together, or? It actually came about really so her I worked with Nikki and Davy who are pretty much like her her people and um 
they they did the entire last project almost 80 percent of it um and we we had like an airbnb for a month and we're it was like towards the end they played this record um and it was it was actually her her like her record she was um you know the verse the chorus and the second verse and wanted potentially to look for a feature so we it felt like it just the vibe she heard the records that we worked on um honey in heaven at that point um had nothing but good things to say and i've ended up doing my second verse making it work for me and re, uh, pretty much like rewriting some of the parts so it it fits and it tells both of our stories and um yeah it's it came about the way afterwards actually so it was it was it was amazing. It felt it felt natural based off of the fact that she those are her people that she works with, and um, yeah, it was just it was amazing. I was crossing my fingers that it would happen and that she would like it because you know you want to make the the other artist feel really excited about it as well. So it's it's coming out. It's official. I love that because also too. I think it's happening more now, but I find before we didn't really hear when artists collaborated, they were together. Yep. And I think that makes a difference in the music, in my opinion, if they're together and they're collaborating and they're working together and the energy is just there. So it's dope that you had that experience. Yes. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. That is super, super dope. Um, I also wanted to ask, oh yeah, I wanted to ask, sorry. So being from Canada, um, you know, we're still growing when it comes to entertainment, especially in the fields of like uh, R&B and hip hop. Mm -hmm. So what is, what would you like to see happen in the Canadian entertainment industry, especially for women within like maybe the next five years? Wow. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, I think the main based off of my experience and the struggles that I feel I had um, is the world of R&B, hip hop, soul, you know, black music there, although we are dominating, you know, everybody that's coming out is, is dominating in that world, unbelievably talented, but it, it was almost as if though they had to go overseas first to, for, for that to happen. And, you know, being, now kind of behind the scenes and seeing how things operate, I've come to understand that a lot of the issues is it's just the infrastructure. It's the people that are working in these buildings um, that are in these label systems that they don't have an understanding of who they don't look like us. They don't, you know, listen to our music. And if they do, it's, it's very passively and it's um, that, that heart and that connection is not fully there. So I think the number one change and I'm starting to see it happen is in these spaces, you have to hire and have people from all walks of life, different backgrounds, and hire more Black people, period. Like, no sugarcoating. There's no reason why there should only be the one or two and, you know, to- doing the tokenizing thing. I I, I think um, it's uh, it's doing a disservice to all of us, you, you know, your, yourself included. So I think that's when that shift starts to happen and I'm already seeing it's happening, it will completely change because you got to have people who understand the music be involved on all, on all aspects of it from marketing to a and r It's just, it's just the reality. So I feel like that was always my um, struggle. And I, because I'm from here and 
I, I didn't want to leave and move somewhere else to make my music happen. My support system is here. My family is here. And I see it in London. They they seem to have it figured out in so many other places. But and I, I almost, you know, it's just the, the that spirit in me where I want to be able to make that change and be involved in, in doing it. So um, I stayed here and I, I've been, you know, I, I feel like I've done my work behind the scenes as well to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And I know other artists have been doing that as well. So the shift is, is happening truly. It, it really is. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I, I agree with exactly what you said. I don't know everything because I'm, I'm behind the scenes and I'm just in one part of it, but right. you know, speaking to artists, trying to figure out, you know, what the issues are and figuring out my place of how I can help. I'm being more involved. So I do agree. I do see that too. But like you said, I do see a change happening. There's a lot of people that are working behind the scenes to change things and have people that look like us in positions where we can make decisions and implement different things as well to make it more diverse. So definitely see that happening. So I do want to play some R&B trivia. Let's do it. I'm going to ask you six questions. Mm -hmm. We'll see how well you do. Or we'll see how crappy my questions are. (laughs) Nope, you're good. Let's go. So we'll see. So the first question, if you're ready. Mm -hmm. So this singer, we first met her through the group called Pop Life on America's Got Talent. Ooh, Pop Life on America's Got Talent. Ooh, um, not Justine Skye. No, she wasn't on there. Um, Wow. I'm going to give you some options. Okay. It is a hard one. So I'll give you four options. So the first one is Normani. Okay. B is Kehlani. Okay. C is her. And D is Tanache. Norm- Normani? She was, no, that would have been, oh, I'm bad. Like, wait a minute. Was a part of it. I didn't even know. Um, Kehlani was on America's Got American Idol. I thought, Kalani. okay, Kalani. Yes. No, I'm, is it Kalani? Yes. Oh my God, I mean, so she was, I thought she was on America's, uh, or sorry, America's Idol, American Idol. Was she not on there? No, she was got on you. America's Got Talent. That's what got she, you. That's my confusion. I was like, I thought she was, Armani was on X Factor. There you go. Okay, thank you. Let's see, hopefully, the uh, keep going, let's go. That's okay, you got it, you got it, don't worry. Okay. So this singer's debut album is called Songs in A Minor. Oh my God! Brand no Alicia Keys. There you go. You got yes. it. Yes. Oh, love it. So let's bring it now. We're gonna get into Canada. So producer mm-hmm. ninety five is a part of which Canadian R and B group? Division. Love it. Thank you. That was the easy one. So thanks for that. <laughs> okay. And then uh, fourth question: Which a girl group? Had the album titled Fan Mail. Is it Destiny's Child, TLC, SWV, or In Vogue? TLC. You got it. Yes. Okay. So next up, we have what is the name of Chris Brown's first album? Oh, damn. This is where it goes downhill. Um, it's a bit of a, it's 
kind of like a trick question. Is it self-titled, Chris? Like Chris Brown? Oh my God, that's that's what I was like. Interesting. Like, why am I not? I just keep seeing his name right now. So it was Chris Brown self-titled. There you go. Ooh, okay. And the last question: This brother and sister collaborated on a track called "Scream." Oh wow, Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. No, there you go. Oh my, I'm so proud of myself. I was like, wait a minute. That is, yay. Thank you. This was so much fun. I loved it. So you got the games, by the way. Like, I'm like, this is my everything. Seriously, I love this stuff. Well, I look at it is if you don't know the answer, you learn something new. So you can, like, this is true. Back, right? Yeah. You never do bad. You're learning. That's it. Exactly. You got six out of six. You're the second person to get a perfect score. Oh my God. Thank you. I love it. Amazing. Thank you so much. Let everybody know before uh, we end what you have coming up, the single that's coming out, tour dates, follow you on social media, all that good stuff. Amazing. Yes. You can follow me on social media. My name on there is A-M-A-A-L-N-U-U-X. It's actually the same across everywhere. And I have my record coming out, Lullaby, at the end of the month, April 29th. And I'm going to be on tour. So hopefully you're going to be able to catch me. Most likely not for these ones that will air later, but um, I will be doing a couple dates in in Montreal with uh, Charlotte. So, yeah. Love it. Again, I'm super excited for you, everything that you have going on. Thank you. For you. I cannot wait to see you. Thank you. Me too. I can't wait to meet you. This is going to be amazing. Thank you so much. I love this interview, by the way. It was so dope. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Everybody, please follow Amel. Support her music. Stream her music. You have to listen to the new record, Lullaby with Sid. It's it's crazy. Definitely Aww. listen to it and support her. We got to support our artists and show love. Um, especially. And please remember, this is a bi-weekly podcast. So we will be back in two weeks with another interview.